Your Locked On Senators, your daily podcast on the Ottawa Senators. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Jake Sanderson, and you're listening to Locked On Senators Podcast. I'm Tim Stützle, and you're listening to the Locked On Senators Podcast. Welcome inside episode 589 of the Locked On Senators Podcast. I'm Ross Levitan on the outskirts of enemy territory in Winnipeg, Manitoba. Alongside Brandon Pillar up in the Blue Mountains and we did it. Daniel Alfredson is a Hall of Famer, Pillsy. Even as late as when they said Daniel, I was nervous, but Alfie is a Hall of Famer now and forever. It feels so good. Oh my God. I don't like... What a way to start off the week. Daniel Alfredson in the Hall of Fame. Sure, the Stanley Cup got awarded last night. Whatever. Who cares? Boring. Alfie is in the Hall of Fame. What a moment. And you're going to get to see our live reaction to that moment happen later on in the episode. I I feel like I blacked out since that moment happened, Ross. I'm on an all-time high. Let's go. You can't get any better than that, as you said on a Monday show. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. More props, odds, and lines than ever before. Go to Bet Online, where the game starts. And now the show starts. This is the Locked On Senators Podcast, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Senators your first listen on this Monday, June 27th. We are free and available on all platforms, including on YouTube, where the best way you can help the show grow is to subscribe to the channel, like the video by clicking the thumbs up, and leave a comment. Today's comment is the most simple one we're ever going to ask you. Alfie is a Hall of Famer. Just write, Alfie is a Hall of Famer, because Alfie, 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 Alfie. Oh my God, Pilsy, it doesn't get any better than that. Oh my God, we did it. We did it, finally. And Ross, this year it felt different. It really did. Uh, big time uh, props to Alfie to the Hall, the, the social media page. The movement was real. We had people from outside of the Senators fandom and organization chiming in that it's about damn time. And he was the first name they read off. Oh my God, it feels great. To have the uh, the greatest Ottawa Senator ever to be finally justified and properly honored in the Hockey Hall of Fame. So in the last induction class, we got the first Senator's draft pick when Marion Hosa was inducted. But when you win three cups elsewhere, you probably go in as a member of that organization in this situation, the Chicago Blackhawks. But with Daniel Alfredson... He is an Ottawa Senator through and through. 17 of his 18 seasons in the National Hockey League was played in Ottawa. He was the longest serving captain at his time. Still tied for fifth on that list. Sorry, sixth, because Crosby jumped in from when I posted that stat. He's currently tied with the likes of Jonathan Taves, who I guess will jump him, but Shane Doan in there as well. He truly is Mr. Ottawa Senator. We could spend this whole show listing off the franchise records he still holds. Power play goals, shorthanded goals, game-winning goals, points, goals, assists, games played, playoff points, playoff games played, <sighs> everything else. This guy, he is Mr. Ottawa Senator, and it's about time that he is enshrined in the Hockey Hall of Fame. His fourth year of eligibility, you thought maybe it would be more difficult because they didn't have a class last year, Pilsy. Yeah. So you're like, oh man, two 
two first ballots are going to come out. Although the list maybe wasn't as concerning if you're an Alfie to the Hall of Fame fan as when you see Dion Phaneuf's name on the list of top five first ballot candidates. Now, for me, the biggest snub first ballot wise was Henrik Zetterberg, who won the cup. But again, you look at the regular season points, every other statistic, except for that Stanley Cup he won with Detroit in 2009, it's Alfie. Like Henrik Zetterberg probably grew up cheering for Daniel Alfredson type thing. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like he was just so deserving of this. You know what? I'm willing to forgive the Hockey Hall of Fame for the years he was passed on. That's very big of you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm willing to forgive and move on because it doesn't matter now. I don't think people are too concerned with how long it takes, especially it wasn't that long for Alfie. And it just had to happen. We knew it was going to happen. It felt right this time. The winds of change are seriously here in Ottawa. Like everything, the past four years have just been despair, heartbreak, tragedy uh the words i could use would just go on forever but now the light at the end of the tunnel is here like we're we're getting to that end of that tunnel everything is starting to feel good again sense fans are crawling out of the woodwork alfie is in the hockey hall of fame it's a great day to be an ottawa senators fan like i almost get emotional when i think about it because he joined the team his first year as an ottawa senator was 1995 wow his last year was 2013. So from the time that I was three years old. We grew up on him. From the time I was three until the time I was 21. Those are as much of your formative years as you can. Daniel Alfredson was synonymous with the Ottawa Senators and even more so with hockey in Ottawa. Not only hockey, but the community as the Alfie to the Hall account continuously hammered home. It's what impact you left in the game of hockey and around it. And what he did with the Royal Ottawa and beyond his charity endeavors. Like this guy, he is as much of a gentleman as you'll find around the game of hockey. And it is just so amazing. I guess we kind of buried the lead. <laughs> the Hockey Hall of Fame has inducted Daniel Alfredson, Daniel Sedin, Henrik Sedin, oh, yeah. and Roberto Luongo. I blacked out. I didn't even hear yeah. those names. But as we said, like you hear Daniel and you're like, if they say Sedin right away... <laughs> Oh my God, I would have absolutely flipped a switch. Especially, could you imagine, you know, those like hero referees when they're like, and the call on the ice is no goal. (laughs) Imagine he's like, Daniel City. No, I would have absolutely lost it. Yeah, I mean, Ross, I I think the impact Daniel Alfredson has had on your life is very apparent as I don't think... Any other time in your life, would you? Well, yeah, your dog's named after him, that's for sure. But I was going to comment <laughs> on. He's fired up. He's already drunk. <laughs> who else would be willing to do a dumb, goofy move like wearing a jersey backwards live <laughs> on the internet? Woo! Other than you, in honor of Alfredson heading to the Hockey Hall of Fame. Let's go. It's unreal. And I mean, I've, this is my first year living outside of Toronto since the Hall of Fame eligibility began for Daniel Alfredson. So if you're watching on YouTube, if you didn't see it again, we always recommend following us on Twitter at Send Central is where you can find the show there. I did a lap around the Hall of Fame. I believe it was in his first year of eligibility. Yep. So I, I posted that photo again here today on uh on Locked On Senators, and I'll pull it up here on YouTube as well. But it's it just, it's perfect because you got the C on there as well, P- Pillsy. So it, it is just, it feels right, like you said. It's about time, and it's something that you can never have taken away from you, Pillsy. Daniel Alfredson, now and forever, 
is a hallowed member of the Hockey Hall of Fame. That might have to be on our list of things to do next year. Get a ticket to the Hall of Fame to be there for that moment. As you can see, yes. I did my campaigning right outside the headquarters of the Hockey Hall of Fame right there on front and young. Yeah, it's, we've come a long way from that, Ross. And uh, now Alfie's in. Like, it's just, it's just such a relief because, like, honestly, it was just frustration that it just seemed like the Senators are getting overlooked once again by the hockey world. Especially and- when Sundin got in first ballot. And it's like, okay, yeah, he's, he's probably a Hall of Famer, 500 goals. He had his best years as a Quebec Nordique. We know that. but Or Vancouver he- Canuck. Okay, maybe not maybe <laughs> not that but it just it just felt right and then you look at the international resume i think that's probably where he solidified it this year because you can't put the sedines in no. and be like oh they won that gold medal in 06 they played on the fourth line daniel alverton led the tournament in goals and points he was the major reason he wore a letter at that tournament i believe lidstrom was the captain and then sundin and alfredson we're both wearing A's. Or anyways, it was either Lidstrom or Sunday as the captain of that team. But you look at it, and next year, Yager's first year eligible. So he's obviously going to take a spot. And yes. it's just, this was the perfect time to get Alfie in the Hall of Fame. So stick taps to all the Sens fans. That was as poignant of a campaign that as I have ever seen. The tweet that the Hockey Hall of Fame put out today... The only replies were hashtag <laughs> It was unreal. I'm going to actually share the screen for the people watching on YouTube. I'm just going to scroll through it because it is truly remarkable. But Pilsy, like what was your King Daddy Topper stat or part of Alfie's career that you thought just made him an absolute lock? Because for me, yes, the NHL accolades are unbelievable. But for me, that 06 Olympics, winning gold and leading the tournament in goals and points and also participating in five Olympic games, that to me was kind of like the overriding factor because that's what you point to when when the the small brain pl- people just go, oh, no cup, you can't go yeah. in the Hall of Fame. Guess what? All four inductees this year, zero Stanley Cups between them, between that's the Sedins, Luongo, and Daniel Alfredson. What is it for you that was like the seal of this guy has to get it? Well, I just – it's not one thing, Ross. It's the – looking at his entire career as a whole. Like you just – the Alfie to the Hall, they put out this great tweet, the NHL resume. And so you start off Calder Memorial Trophy. Okay, his first year in the league, I'm the best rookie. Hello, welcome to the NHL. I'm Daniel Alfredson. Okay, and you keep going. He's on the all rookie team, the King Clancy Memorial Trophy in 2011, Mark Messier Leadership Award in 2012, 2013. And Ross, you pointed out on our Twitter page how many captains. Yes. Were, uh, were under Developed his under. Yes, exactly. So obviously, like the leadership to create leaders. Think about that. Like that's how much of a leader he was, is he helped create leaders. Um, so many all-star games. You look at the points, 1,157 points in 18 seasons. 100 postseason points on the dot. That's such a nice number. And the point per games numbers in the regular season, 0.93, almost a point per game. And then 0.81, it barely slows down in the playoffs. And yes, if you're watching on Twitter, you can see (laughs) all the Alfie to the Hall tweets as uh, a lot of our good friends are here. You see Central Healing, Jordy, a lot of guys that uh, are uh, big, big uh, engagement on this show. They're showing up and it's all Alfie. photo here too, eh? 
yeah, that's epic with uh, with the background the alumni. There. Oh my! Speaking God. of which, a little teaser. There's Patty Lalim. Well, we've got Lalim's Martians going to jump on the next segment because we want to get another angle of just how exciting today is for the Ottawa Senators. And we franchise. should throw it to our live reaction soon here, Ross. Before we uh, cut to the break. Well, you want before the break? All right, let me just keep strolling because it's hilarious. There's we're still going here. <laughs> there were 201 replies. Have you seen any? No, not a single one. Have you seen any there? <laughs> the Hall of Fame. Not a single one. Like maybe mix in one Sedines to the Hall. Nothing. Nothing. Like I am. Okay, let's speed it up here. Votes should be public. Ryan Prince, big Alfie guy. Okay, we got a Mike Vernon stand right there. Zero <laughs> likes on that reply. Uh, Alfie the Hall. Alfie the Hall. Alfie. Like this, this is truly unbelievable. It cannot be ignored. It can't be ignored. And it was not ignored. Daniel Alfredson is a Hall of... Oh, Sadine's in the long... We'll give him a like. There yeah, it is. Okay. It. All right. We made it to one, and then you keep going. It took like four hours. That response was four hours ago. Holy crap. <laughs> All right. Before we hit the break, here it is. Our initial reaction to finding out Daniel Alfredson is in the Hall of Fame. To announce six members of the Hockey Hall of Fame's class of 2022. All are distinguished individuals whose careers and achievements exemplify excellence and greatness in the game of hockey. The Hockey Hall of Fame is pleased to welcome one individual as a builder inductee. Herb Carnegie was born on November 8th, 1919. Attaboy, Herb. Hey, way to go, Herb. Play hockey and was part of an Ontario Junior B Championship team in 1939, he headed north to Timmins to further his career in intermediate and senior hockey, competing on four Allen Cup teams. Mm. After retiring from playing in Quebec in 1952, Carnegie tirelessly worked to further diversify the game until his death in 2012. The Hall of Fame is pleased to welcome Herb Carnegie as an honored member. Congratulations to the Carnegie family. In the player category, five individuals were elected. The Hockey Hall of Fame is pleased to welcome Daniel Alfredson. Yes! 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 All right. There it is. Alfie. Alfie to the hall. Alfie in the hall. Let's go. Woo! Woo! Yes! Oh! Woo! Congrats to Sens fans. Let's go. All right. I probably should have stayed in my spot a little bit longer. I was so fired up wanting to get into recording. I kind of jumped out and was like, let's go after that. But the moment that got me, though, Pilsy, is between Daniel and Alfredson. Where's yes. I- that was a long moment of time. Yes, it is. All right, Pilsy, hit us with one of our favorite sponsors, and then we'll bring in Laleem's. Martian. Guys, betonline.net is the trusted online sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network. And sure, basketball is over. The Stanley Cup has been awarded, but there's still things you can get some action in on. You can look at golf, baseball, boxing, UFC, and wherever you want to do sports betting, you need to check out betonline.net because they've got all your betting needs. It's the best spot for all your sports scores podcasts and news this season head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action it's betonline.net where the game starts all right pilsy so daniel alfredson is a hall of famer it's absolutely remarkable 
we could do the whole show about this. Well, at the end of the show, we'll touch on it. And we have an announcement. Like, I'm going on vacation. If, I, if you've been following along with the show, you know that. Our draft coverage is second and none, if I may say so myself. If you're just listening to this, check out our YouTube channel. We put out a four-hour feature film over the weekend. And it's already our most viewed ever. So, Pillsy, our hard work paid off there. We appreciate all of our guests for joining us on that. But... We're gonna do a sh- we're gonna do a little segment at the end of today's show, just touching on the history of the seventh overall pick. If it's not as comprehensive as you would expect from us, excuse me, but we've got bigger fish to fry on today's show. But Pillsy, one one more thing about about the other inductees as we wait for the Leams Martian to join us here, as the timing is perfect. But just say a quick word, a little stick taps in order for Daniel Henrik Sedin and Roberto Luongo. Yeah, definitely, and uh, I mean. They're not as exciting as the Alfredson uh, <laughs> induction, that's for sure. But you got to give it up for the Twins. True, like wh- when else have you heard of some kind of accomplishment? Like two guys, they've played on the same line, the same team their entire life. They have uh, twin telepathy. They're able to find each other on the ice without even looking. Their final game, of course, they end the game with uh, a pass from one city to the other to score to win like it it was great stuff and then Roberto Luongo one of the greatest Canadian goalies of all times one of the greatest goalies of all times he got third all time in wins like you gotta tip your hat fully friendly show yes we'll definitely give some respect where it's due yeah absolutely all right let's get to our boy at Leem's Martian it's been way too long since we've seen him buddy I forgot what he looked like we did it oh my god you like the look or what that's an incredible look, Ross. I, oh, I love yeah. that look for you. I love that look for all of us. What a ride that okay. that was been, eh? Give us your immediate reaction. Immediate reaction was thank God that that actually happened because you know it's it's been five years, and I know even with the COVID delay, that feels like a really long time to wait for a guy who we know is is a legend in Ottawa and. What a career, and it's, he's so deserving, and it, it makes me super pumped that uh, that he finally got in, guys. He, he's, su- he's super deserving. So over the last couple of weeks, we've talked about all the reasons why he should be in. I asked Pilsy already, and I gave my reason, but what was your, like, there's silver bullet. There's absolutely no talking down this point. This is why he has to be a Hall of Famer. To me, it's it's got to be the the leadership abilities and and the way he you know it's very similar to what we say about you know I'm I'm not making this comparison but a guy like Brady Kachuk who always you know sets the tone for the team he drags the team into battle and say what you will about the Sens not you know winning a Stanley Cup although they did get to the finals um, but he did win a, a, an Olympic gold medal and it's it's the Hockey Hall of Fame it's not the NHL Hall of Fame so um, you can't say he never won anything because he absolutely did. Pilsy, how about him using both of our answers? We didn't tell him what to say. He literally took, I said Olympics and he said his leadership ability. <laughs> you guys just said that right before I got on? Yeah, 100%. I mean, but that just goes to show that's what Daniel Alfredson is all about. That's why Sens fans have been banging on the table every single year. The inductions are, are coming out and Alfie's not on the list because a lot of the time, and it's no disrespect to these other guys, but you're like... Alfie was a much better player than this guy, this guy, this guy. Like, how is Alfie sitting on the sidelines and all these other guys are getting in? And it's it's finally here. Sens fans, they feel they feel justified. We feel properly honored. Our greatest player ever is in the Hockey Hall of Fame. 
It's beautiful. Yeah, I mean, boys, I just started talking about it here. Obviously, you guys are the first ones I'm, I'm talking to about this. And I, I just started finding myself getting misty-eyed even just right now, just, yeah. just talking about it, right? Like, what a legend, legendary career that we had the pleasure of watching him captain this team for 13 years, right? Like, and, and I mean, of course, he was on the team way like longer than that. But 13 years as a captain is a long stretch. If I'm not mistaken, that's, I mean, the longest stretch of four to be captain a team, right? A long, a long time. I tweeted out the list uh, the other day. It was oh, not many longer. Not many longer, and the list that that is longer. Steve Eiserman, nineteen seasons, ridiculous. First ballot yeah. Hall of Fame. Wasn't he captain in his rookie season? He was one of the youngest captains what? ever. That's insane. Um, so it's Steve Eiserman at nineteen, Joe Sackick at seventeen, Ray Bork and Sidney Crosby at fifteen, Dit Clapper for fourteen, and then. Daniel Alfredson, Mario Lemieux, and Jonathan Taves tied in fifth at 13 years each. So the longest Canadian captaincy of a Canadian. Oh, sorry. And uh, I missed Sedano Chara because the list that I yep. put in was from 2015. So um, until Chara passed him, he was the longest serving European captain ever. Also the sure. first European captain to lead his team to a Stanley Cup final, which again, Chara one-upped him by doing it and then winning in 2011. But who taught, uh, who taught a young Zdeno Chara? how to become would, more than just a tough stay-at-home defenseman. And you tweeted it out earlier today, too. Like, uh, he's influenced so so many other great leaders in the game who have come after him. And, and you know, cl- classic, you know, wanna, you want to joke about the Sens being a farm system for the rest of the league. They're, they're kind of a captain farm, too, right? When you look at the list of, of really good captains that, that were under Daniel Alfredson at some point. And, you know, when you have a great captain like that as part of your team – Part of that is, you know, you, you learn under him and then you want that for yourself because you see what he's doing. So, uh, you know, the, the trickle-down effect with Daniel Alverson is another another really big thing. We should just put him in as a builder right now, boys. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. I mean, now we'll turn our attention next year to get Brian Murray yes. in as a builder. But you know what? We can't be too greedy right now. Yeah, let's soak this moment in. Because yeah. Daniel Alverson is a Hall of Famer drinking game for today's episode. Every time we say Daniel Alfredson is a Hall of Famer, I will <laughs> never get sick of saying that. But but truly, the only thing that could make this better is if in the next couple of weeks we get an announcement that he's rejoining the team because this this is as high of an honor as you can get as an NHL player. And he's, he's the first Ottawa Senator because I told Pills in the first segment, Marsha, we can't count Marion Hosa. We like him. He had a couple good years, scored 40 goals in Ottawa, but like he was claimed by a few other teams afterwards. Yes. So for him to go in the Hall of Fame, and just to get back to the leadership point, how are Leaf fans going to spin their brain out of this pretzel? They chirp Alfredson, shouldn't be in the Hall of Famer, or shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame. And then they talk about how much how amazing a leader of Jason Spezza is. Well, where do you think Jason Spezza, yeah. a young, offensive, like party animal type player, where do you think he learned his leadership skills? Because I can tell you it's from number 11. Yeah, Agreed. another one for that list of great leaders that came from Alfie. So, I mean, I, I don't know what else to say, guys. He's, he was just such a legend of the game, and uh, I'm just, I just think it, it's great that he's finally able to get in. Do you think that's going to be a worthwhile event to go to? Like, Obviously, it's good for TV, but like, should we Again, be trying to rally the troops? It'll probably be in like November, I think they do it. Oh, yeah. I, oh, that would – yeah, like in – in the building, you mean like 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 pregame ceremony kind of thing, or an induction? No, ceremony? in the induction ceremony at the Hall of Fame. Well, every year oh. they have the Hall of Fame game, right? You gotta think it's Ottawa, Toronto this year. Gotta be. 
Should dude, be. Dude, imagine yeah. Alfie go. They, they do it. In, it's in Toronto. What kind of reception is Alfie going to get when he go, goes out to center ice for that ceremonial puck drop? Oh, oh my man. gosh. Well, he's got to go out there and, and like fake throw his jacket into the crowd or something. That would be. <laughs> All time. Or shouldn't it be Ottawa and Vancouver? Yeah, I was going to say, they have three Longo. guys. Well, it's always in Toronto, though. Yeah. But... The Hall of Fame game, just have it at the at the We'll ACC. do an offsite. Yeah. yeah have a, it a neutral zone ACC. game. Yeah. Ne- neutral game. Neutral territory. so good, boys. That is so good. There's not much more to say. Any final thoughts there, Martian? Because right now, we're just kind of soaking in it. It's it's just unbelievable. Like, we got to give stick taps to Craig Medagli and the whole crew over there yeah, at Alfie to the Hall because they got that thing absolutely buzzing. Yeah, absolutely. They made this go viral. They were the straw that stirred this this drink, this beautiful, delicious, tasty drink that, that we're all basking in right now. Um, my final thoughts would just be like, I'm so glad it finally happened because I did not want this to be one of those things where we always just look back on it year after year and say, oh, you know, Elfie should be in or we're complaining about Elfie not being in. You know, I just didn't want it to get to that point or, you know, have Elfie end up be- like if the Sedins got in and then Alfredson didn't, then it's, all, then it's a slight. Like, that's yeah. a full-blown slight. So I'm really glad all three of them are deserving. So uh, I'm happy about it, boys. I'm really happy. And I'm happy to see you guys. I know. We miss you, buddy. We're, we're post, post-gap hey, season's coming back, though. It'll be back Absolutely. sooner than we know. So, um, yeah, don't miss me too much. But I'll see you no. in the goalie-friendly chat. Yeah, goalie-friendly chat, and we'll get you back on after free agency. You know what? Pilsy might actually uh, try to get you on next week because I'm going to be away, and uh, maybe a little draft, some draft reaction. reaction. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I heard that. Yeah, Pilsy, let's do it. We'll, Sounds uh, good to me. We'll touch base. We'll, we'll get that set up. All yeah. right, everyone's favorite recurring guest, yes. friend of the show, at Leems Martian. Enjoy it, buddy. Enjoy it. We'll talk to you soon, all right? You too, boys. Have a good rest of the pod. See you, Martian. All right, Pilsy. So let's get Whew. back to... More Daniel Alfredson talk. And we got to touch on the history of the seventh overall pick. So we talk about the draft, Pilsy. Daniel Alfredson was drafted 133rd in his draft year. He has more wow. points than anybody else from that draft. Easily. Class. Yeah. Wow. It's, it's not even close. Like that That's the type of thing where you're looking and you're just like, how do you deny that, that he's... So the 1994 NHL draft. And I will say... The fifth member, like the guy who now we can turn our attention to, and it's an Ottawa-born guy, I think that now the talk has to go to how can we get Rod Brindamore into next year's selection. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Or Walt, Walt Kachuk, uh, honorary uh, Senator's family member. I would be down for that as well. Yeah. So I, I think with, with Walt, I, I think you're probably looking – like why not get him and Jeremy Roenick in together? Both 500 awesome. goal scorers. Yeah. Both kind of revel or kind of brought attention. Now, was it everlasting? No, but brought attention to hockey in the desert when they were together with Rick Tockett down there. But I think next it's got to be Rod Brindamore. He's got the cup. He's got the games played. He was an absolute warrior. Two-time Selkie trophy winner as well. So I think if we're looking at who's next. Agreed. I think it it should be. Oh, nice. The Sens just put out a two-minute video like. You 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 absolutely love to see this from the organization as well, Pilsy. Like, look at this, pulling it up here on Twitter. Not just our captain, but your captain. Congrats, yes. Daniel. Your impact and, immortalized. And that's part of the reason why, if we're looking at silver linings as to, okay, he didn't get in as soon as he should have, it's nice that he got in now when the Senators organization is totally different. Because imagine he got in two years ago and, like, the Sens just, like, 
ignored it. They just retweet the Hall of Fame without any caption. Like that, that's all it is. Like now it's going to be celebrated. Like they're going to bring the fans into this moment and everyone can, uh, can be a part of this amazing accomplishment that's happened for this franchise. It's like at the home opener, Ross, I expect we're going to have some sort of ceremony for, for Alfie. There's got to be. 100%. And uh, we mentioned the goalie-friendly group, so Cam's already dropped in a line here. You want to read read that off for the people? <laughs> yeah, you did not drop a Captain Shit reference. That is uh, disappointing, yes. <laughs> but certainly apt as well. So we got that in for you, buddy. Unbelievable timing there. All right, what do you say we hit a final break and get into the history of the seventh overall pick because that as it stands right now is where the Ottawa Senators will pick and if you like mock drafts head over to our YouTube channel no we are not uploading a four-hour audio podcast because unless you're like Pilsy who loves driving anywhere he goes cross country you name it Pilsy will do that drive I don't know if anyone's going to do the audio version and also we made it our goal to make it visually appealing different graphics up throughout so stick taps again to everyone who helped us with that so let's hit a break and then we'll get back to our seventh overall pick chat. All right, Pilsy. I'm still fired up. Daniel Alfredson is a Hall of Famer. Like, it just doesn't get any better than that. No, it really doesn't. It Like, I I still have, like, butterflies. Like, I still have that uh, fast heartbeat. I'm overjoyed. Like Unreal. It's unreal. Ugh. It's unreal. Uh, now, Ian Mendez, good friend of the show, he put out as well. I threw him a, a link to the to the pod here, but I don't think he's seen it yet. But he just said, downtown arena approval, check. Yeah, Alfredson like, in the Hall of Fame, check. Good things usually come in threes. Pilsy, what's next? The Josh Norris re- re-signing. Remember uh, I told you. That's not enough. That's not yeah, enough. fair. The draft is going to happen. Uh, no, no, like, bring Drew home. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Because, like, Josh Norris is RFA. Like, he's he's going to be back. Yeah. The good things happen in threes. Like, dream. Dream big, buddy. All right. Dream big. I like Claude it. Claude Giroux to Ottawa. I would absolutely love to see that. This Man, has got to help his research. This is great. Well, let's do our research now into the history of the seventh overall pick. Now, where I'll start with this is when you did your research, what was your overwhelming opinion? Like, what is the value of the seventh overall pick? Yeah, so it's very interesting. Um, Hockey DB, they do a good job. You can just figure out all NHL players selected at the seventh draft position from 2021 all the way down to 1963. So there's a lot of options and players you can look at here. My overall opinion is there's not a lot of like superstar game changers, but there's some big role players. Like there's a lot of kind of, number two defensemen and top guys on second line type players. So, and that's kind of what they've been saying about this draft, right? Like there's not generational talent, but there's guys that you can look at and be like, he's going to be a big part of a successful team one day. And that's kind of the, the glaring thing I get here. A lot of good number two defensemen and then guys that are forwards that have really carved out nice careers. Un- unbelievable. Um, Only one Tendi just to get that stat in there. Ooh, how long ago? Let me guess. <laughs> uh, actually, it's possible you might know this. Uh, 1994. Oh. I didn't know his name when I saw it. No? Is it, How many wins? Like, does he? Have, did he have a good career? Uh, I mean, he played 219 games. Oh. 
No. He but, only had like two se- seasons what, as what a team? starter. Uh, L.A. drafted him, and he spent all of his career except 14 games there. And who was the 14 games with? Carolina in 03-04. You're not going to get it. No, who is it? Jamie Storr. Oh, geez, yeah, I would have never gotten that. Like, that's yeah. a name where when you say it, it's like, sure, yeah, kind of maybe remember. I, I had no clue. From like a hockey um, card or something, but yeah, no dice. I want to give a quick shout out just because it's uh, it's very time appropriate. Uh, number seven that I really noticed, an Ottawa boy, Luke Richardson. Congratulations hey! to him also, the new head coach of the Chicago Blackhawks. About damn time that guy got a head coaching job. Way about time. And I didn't like how the Sens kind of threw him around when they hired like Guy Boucher. He, yeah. he was a Sens assistant coach when he retired as a member of the Senators, played a year. So weird. Alternate reality where him and Jason Smith were both on the Sens at the same time. Both yeah. like legit players elsewhere in their careers, but finished them off here in Ottawa. And then they were both assistant coaches for Ottawa on that. And then he moved to Binghamton because he wanted to be a full-time head coach. That was his yep. goal. But then when they hired Guy Boucher, they're like, hey, do you want to come be an assistant coach again in Ottawa? It's like, no, I wanted to be the head yeah, coach in Ottawa. to do something bigger. Yeah, exactly. Unreal. So. so then he ended up settling to be in, on the, the bench in Montreal. Stuck it out through the firing. They fired every coach except for Luke Richardson. Yeah. Named him interim head coach. He got a win. And now he's a full-time head coach. So that's all. He was seventh overall pick, eh? He was in 1987. Unfortunately, it was the Leafs that drafted him. Gross, but we'll look yeah. past that. 1,400 NHL games. Is that the most ever by a seventh overall pick? No, it's not. It is not. One seventh overall pick had more. Do you know? Yes, I do. I'm looking at the page right now, and I would know just just uh, quickly. It's Doner, Shane Doan. Yeah, Shane Doan. Winnipeg Jets draft pick. So he played his whole career with one franchise, of course, moving with the team yep. to Arizona. Now, let's, let's say since 2000. What's your your overall like? Are there lots of busts, or is this a pretty solid indication that you usually get a very good player? I certainly wouldn't say there's lots of busts. I would only say there's going down the list. I mean, Leah Anderson, yeah, I, yes. I feel like that's fair. It's a bust. Hayden Flurry, I'm, I'm not willing to say he's a bust yet. But for that draft position, like if we go and this is actually the anniversary of the 2014 NHL draft, so that's funny timing. Uh, that uh, he was a 2014 there's probably you know the next two picks William Nylander and Nikolai Ehlers probably rather those guys <laughs> yep that's definitely fair okay I'll throw them in the bus category yeah Sorry please yeah name. throw them in the pile uh, <laughs> then <laughs> like Jack Skill Chicago is I think it's Skilly and that probably really? speaks to the fact that he's bust <laughs> yeah whoops Chicago just whiffs on first rounders professionally other than obviously their top end guys like they just they haven't had much luck there. Uh, Radislav Oles. Not sure about him. Yeah, with Florida. Uh, yeah, and then Lars Johnson. That's tough. Only eight career NHL. Oh, Boston. Shocker. Not sure if he got injured or something, so maybe that's a, a rude comment, but just looking at the stats. Yeah, just, yeah. Numbers don't lie. Eight games. Tough. Anywhere you look at it. On the other side of that, you could get a player like Jacob Voracek at yep. seventh overall. You could get a Jeff Skinner. Or do you like defensemen? How about Matt Dumba, Darnell Nurse, Ivan Provorov, Quinn Hughes yeah. as some players? You know what? I think that the seventh overall pick, they've gotten better and better more recently. Look at the recent seventh overall picks. If we count backwards, we've got William Eklund, Alexander Holtz, Dylan Cousins, Quinn Hughes, Elias Anderson, Clayton Keller, 
and Ivan Provorov. Like those are those are some solid players. When you see all these picks, Pilsy, does it make you less in, enticed to move that pick? Yeah, I think so. And especially, obviously, we've done a deep, deep dive into this draft. So I'm very aware of who's who's available and what kind of impact I feel they can have. And I, I feel like there's good value at seventh overall. And I would have no issue at all if the Sens ended up keeping it and selecting three of the guys that we're, we're kind of focusing in on. So, uh, and this just goes to show you, there is talent that you can get down there. I mean, look at Quinn Hughes. Like I talked about number two defenseman. He... I would have no issue labeling him as a number one defenseman. And that is some massive value you can get. 100%. So I'm still in the mind that if you can get a a Kevin Fiala or likewise player, you do it. But I've also heard, you know, a few names like, you know, William Carlson, although it better not be for the seventh overall pick. Like, I don't want you to take a, a, a swing. I want you to take a home run swing. If, if you're trading that seventh pick, like, like a Clayton Keller, like mm-hmm. don't shoot and be like, this guy could be a top six contributor. No, you yeah. want a guy who can play with Timmy for the next five years and who's going to produce point per game. Like you shoot high if the seventh overall pick is in the mix. Yeah. Don't swing at a low curveball That's near the dirt swing at your dad. Your dad is throwing you a pitch for the home run derby. That's what you're swinging at for that. Yeah. hundred percent. Agree with you on that one, Pilsy. So I think that the moral of the story is you're going to get a very good player at seventh overall. Opportunity to do that, yes. Don't be discouraged by what happened at 10 last year. This is seventh. Like if they drafted seventh last year, you could have gone any which way of who went seven, eight, or nine. Oh, no. Or 11 or 12 or 13. They might have taken Boucher at seven, honestly, Ross. (laughs) But it did seem like there was a top nine. Yeah, didn't it? it did seem like there was a top nine where Dylan Genther was the last, and they did it go really did. maybe not in the order that we thought, but there was a group of nine. Yep. This year, I don't know. Like we've done this so year, there's much. a group like, of five, and then after that, yes. it gets very interesting. Fair, but Sens fans will probably hear that and get scared off. I mean, and that's that's fair as well. Like there, there's there's risks to be had here, but. I think if, like, honestly, if they're, like, there's going to be a couple options. Cutter Gauthier, Joachim Kamel, and who do you want to, who do you want to throw in as the third option there? Frank Nazar. Frank Nazar. Like, if any of those guys are available and they select any of those guys, I'll be happy. I'll be also, happy. Kale McCarr effect, Colin Smythe winner, some stick taps, yep. unbelievable Clint. player. Can't help but watch him and no pressure. I'm not saying they're the same player, but the way he dominates games, like, Sanderson, you're on the clock, pal. Fifth overall pick. Just kidding. And he kind of followed the Makar journey, so yeah. that's good to see. All I'm saying is I hope Jake Sanderson was watching those performances. Not saying that we're putting pressure on him to be that player. I think if he's a steady, reliable presence, can contribute a bit offensively, I'll be happy. You never set the bar at a guy who is literally a generational talent. <laughs> but right shot defenseman, Pilsy. You heard Nathan McKinnon, or, or it was Landis Cog. No, it was, it was Gabe Landis Cog. So good. Uh, I think it was Emily Kaplan asked, what, what's your message to other teams for how you your journey led to here? And he's thinking. No, like how they can follow your your like build of a team. Yeah, he's thinking, he's thinking, and then he's like, oh, yeah, I got it. Find yourself a Kale McCarr. <laughs> I mean, when, yeah. When you hear that, though, Pilsy, like Nemich and Yurchek are going to be gone in the top five. To me, both of them. No, no brainer. And neither of those guys are Kale McCarr. So 
No, but even just like right shot exactly. defenseman. Yeah. Like you, you need a cornerstone defenseman. You, you kind of need two. Like, well, there's two. You, <laughs> Devon Taves didn't get the credit that he deserved. He is an unbelievable player. Yeah, you need two corners, a left and a right corner to fat, uh, round out that cornerstone support. 100%. Usually there's four corners, I, I realize that. but uh, Well, the other is an elite center and, and a goalie. goalie. Boom. Yeah, and people are like, Darcy Kemper, yeah, he didn't have the best playoff overall. I think his save percentage hovered around 900, but like... But that's all he needed to do. That's the crazy thing. Look at the, look at the previous seasons of the Colorado Avalanche. They're using third, fourth string goalies. Got like... Hutchison and Hammond played in the NHL playoffs yes. for the Colorado Avalanche. In the second round. Yeah. All they needed was a guy to hit 900, and they're like, we'll do the rest. Yeah, no doubt. Oh, my God. That is uh, – that's awesome. Oh, how awesome is this? Guess where Alfie was when he found out that he was in the Hall of Fame? Golf course. That's going to pull on the heartstrings. Wow. I was not expecting that. Okay. Another memory side by side. Not the That's first awesome. and not the laugh. If you're just listening, Eric Carlson posting a photo together with Daniel Alfredson. Wow. That's unbelievable. That that makes you a little emotional seeing this. Beautiful. Daniel Alfredson is a Hall of Famer. That's unbelievable. Now his number's in the rafters, and now he's going to have a, what do they call it, a bust in the Hall of Fame? bust i think that's what they No, i think that's I like not <laughs> i think that's where it's like a sculpture of just their head i think that's for the major league oh, okay, baseball whatever you. a plaque in the hall of fame there so kids when 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 i'm taking my kid to the hockey hall of fame i'll be able to say hey it's daniel alfredson grew up on that guy the alfie chants in the ctc they were chanting alfie when he wasn't even playing anymore yeah in like 2017 like at 11 11 up until 11 minutes like this guy transcended the game of hockey in the city of Ottawa, and nobody is more deserving than him to be a member of the Hockey Hall of Fame. Un- unreal. Any final thoughts on that? Because we got to end the show off talking about the the title of this show is just Daniel Alfredson is a Hall of Famer with a bunch of them exclamation parks all in caps. Yeah, I, I mean we we've said it all. It it bears repeating though. Alfie is in the Hall of Fame. Oh, just, I just wanted to let that breathe. Daniel yeah, Alberton is a Hall of Famer. All right, quick programming note. This is going to be my last live show, but if you're just listening to it, it's going to be like I've gone nowhere because we have set up with as many interviews to get you prep for the NHL draft. Yes, we are not done our NHL draft coverage. We have Scott Wheeler, Chris Peters, Corey Pronman, David St. Louis. I'm missing someone. Tony Ferrari coming up. I think that's on, it. Yeah, that's, that's it. Yeah, I just, Tony, we love you, buddy. Um, but we've got all that coming up on Locked On Centers next week. And then on the day before the draft, we just recorded this yesterday, Pilsy and I will go through our own personal rankings. Now, if there's any breaking news, Pilsy's going to jump on. Don't give him a hard time about the intro. He's going to absolutely kill it. I have faith <laughs> in you, buddy. Um, he's going to do the intro, and you'll jump in for any breaking news, right? Absolutely, and I'll be doing all the ad reads from all our favorite sponsors. And uh, yeah, the show is going to look a little different, but for the most part, you're not going to notice too much. It's going to be put out similar times. We got great interviews. Ross is going to be in on the interviews, and uh, it's going to be fun. It's going to be something different, but it's going to be fun. 
Yeah, and we'll do this on the other way later this summer because you got a couple vacations that you're going to take. And it's going to be weird. I think we've probably done 400 shows because when we started, it's so funny because Parley, Chris Parliament, who people, longtime listeners will remember, longtime Sun Central citizens, yes. um, he did episode one all by himself. Yep. The irony is, is kind of funny there. Um, but now, I think you and I haven't missed an episode together start to finish in like over a year and a half. Yeah, it's it's been a long time. That's Probably since sure. COVID. Yeah, yeah. Now I I can't rack my brain. We don't we didn't do any solo episodes. No, that's wild, dude. Hell of a job, and it's still onwards and upwards. We just hit twenty five hundred, so now yes. we're a little bit poorer because we're gonna buy a a certain subscriber uh, sends jersey, and then a separate subscriber a jersey of a prospect. And we hope you pick Jake Sanderson because Pilsy and I are going to make the trip to the Ralph next year. So we're going to be able to get the Jersey made right there. So stay tuned for that. We'll pick a winner when I get back from my trip on the 600th episode, we'll pick a winner. Yeah. Uh, this is 89, I believe. So I'm yeah. back for 98 and 99 and then we'll hit the 600 strong. So we can't thank you enough. Tell a friend, be a friend. I think it's be a friend, tell a friend. You know what? It works. What an episode. What an absolute fantastic day to be an Ottawa Senators fan. And how, like Carl putting out the tweet, like, isn't that just a cherry on top? It just feels good. Finally, it feels like there's unity and there there's harmony in the community for Sens fans. Unbelievable. All right. Everyone have a great rest of your day and week. I'll talk to you next week. I'm going to try to jump on for the draft reaction. But if not, my next live show will be the Monday after the draft. The draft's on Thursday, Friday. So I'll get you some absolute nice Fresh reaction. Pilsy will give you the immediate reaction, and then I'll save those takes. I'm going to write them down, and you'll get a double-barrel action for that. But for today, we say goodbye. For Brandon Piller, I'm Ross Levitan. This has been the Locked On Daniel Alfredson edition of the Locked On Senators podcast. Your team every day.